James Denton or James Tupper? It's, it's n- neither of those people. Guess oh, who it is. Jesus. Guess who it is. Guess who it is. Guess who it is. You're never going to guess. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a Hallmark review podcast. I'm Megan, and I'm a lifelong Hallmark movie fan. I'm Wendy, and I found myself gleefully settling into a Hallmark movie on a Sunday afternoon, and I asked myself, who have I become? Today, we're discussing A Pinch of Portugal, which originally aired on the Hallmark Channel on April 22nd. If you want to connect with us outside of the podcast, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram. You can find us both as at Girls Gone Hallmark and at Megan and Wendy. Come jump into our Facebook group, Girls Gone Hallmark. Lots of talk happening over there today with some breaking Hallmark news. Should we discuss said breaking Hallmark news? Sure. So over the weekend, Hallmark, in a very casual way, (laughs) dropped the news in a comment on the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries Facebook page that the Mystery 101 franchise is kaput. They have solved their final mystery. They didn't make an official announcement. They just made the announcement in response to many comments. Mm -hmm. And they made the same announcement over and over again. And Mr. Pala himself confirmed that this morning in a tweet. So do you think he's known for some time? Like this isn't new news to him? Well, here's what I wonder. Does Hallmark ever say, we're done with this franchise to the actors? Or do they just not call them back for the franchise? I don't know. That's very interesting because in early March, he had given an interview when asked about Mystery 101 Mm. continuing. And he was like, I'd love to still could work do Mm. it, but it's up to Hallmark. So, but who knows if that's just, you know, the, the answer to give or what? I don't know. I mean, I think Hallmark loves him. Yes. So I think maybe they probably told him because there's some intel coming out that like he's working on another mystery mystery franchise for the channel. So a peek behind the Girls Gone Hallmark curtain, we have released our summer schedule. And up first in our summer schedule of throwback movies is the Mystery 101 pilot. Mm -hmm. And we have already recorded our review of that episode. And we recorded it prior to this news breaking where we wondered, will there be an eighth movie? And the answer to that question is no. However, we did blow the lid wide off this mystery. I mean, did we solve the mystery of Mystery 101? You know, Jill Wagner has not worked for Hallmark in a couple of years. Mm -hmm. She has worked for Great American Family. Mm -hmm. There's no official statement that she signed an exclusive contract with that network, but perhaps Hallmark is just done with the actors that have made their way south. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't know. We don't know. I think that mystery may remain unsolved. Okay. Nice. I want to circle back to last week's review of The Wedding Cottage. Yes. If you recall, we wondered if a soldier could still serve if they had a prosthetic limb. Remember? I do remember. Okay, so listener Paula messaged us, and she said, quote, yes, you can 
continue in the military with a prosthetic limb. Approval is done on a case-by-case basis. The person may have to change jobs, but prosthetic limbs have come a long way. Which, that last part of that statement is unsurprising to me. People compete in the Olympics Mm -hmm. with prosthetic limbs. So, Mm -hmm. indeed. And now we know. So now we know. Yep. I wonder if you can be a pilot. You know, you can't be a pilot if you have, like, ADHD. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought you couldn't be a pilot if you, like, wore glasses. But that seems ridiculous, too, doesn't it? Well, what if your glasses break mid-flight? Don't put that anxiety into the universe for me, please. You know, I don't like to travel, and I don't like to fly, and now that's what I'm going to think about. Oh, Thank no. you. Oh, no. The pilot's glasses breaking. Well, that's why he has a co-pilot. Yeah, then he, like, bends over. And <laughs> plane dips down. What he just reenacted what that moment would look like? <laughs> well, let's do a synopsis for oh. A Pinch of Portugal. Okay. When a celebrity chef walks off his show, prep cook Anna must step into the spotlight and make the show her own with the help of her Aussie cameraman and Portuguese location scout, starring Heather Hemmings and Luke Mitchell. Portuguese location Who's scout? Who's that? Where Brooklyn? are you getting this synopsis? I got it from the hallmarkchannel.com. Oh. Usually they're kind of wackier on IMDb, so I, I tend to go to the source. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't... Her Portuguese location scout? Is that Brooklyn? Don't know. Or is that the other lady? Or is it the... Cute guy with a smile that turned out to be a creep. Well, I mean... Let's talk about all these people. Okay. First up, we have Heather Hemmings, who plays Anna. Mm-hmm. She has 25 acting credits to her name, including from Hallmark, Caribbean Summer, Christmas in My Heart. And her non-Hallmark acting credits include a recurring role on Roswell, New Mexico, which has been canceled. Four seasons. Mm. She had four seasons as Maria there, mm-hmm. a show I've never seen. I watched the first episode. You didn't like it? I'm a quitter. Okay. <laughs> Luke Mitchell plays cameraman Russ. I don't think his name's Luke Mitchell. I think is his it? name is Luke Mitchell. Well, that is funny. You know why? Ugh, there's too many Lukes in this movie. I have his name as Luke Russell, but his name in this show is Russ. His name is Luke Mitchell. I was and right. Was like, Thank you. Isn't it weird how there's an actor named Luke Russell and there's a Luke and a Russ in this one? Gosh. <laughs> All right. Tell me about Luke Mitchell. Luke Mitchell plays cameraman Russ. Like I said before, he has <laughs> only 18 acting credits, but the dude has worked a lot. 13 episodes on a show called Big Sky, which is like network television. ABC. Mm-hmm. 52 episodes of Blind Spot, another network TV show. Mm-hmm. And from 2009 to 2013, he's credited with 673 episodes of an Australian soap opera called Home and Away. Dude has been busy. Mm-hmm. Someone in our Facebook group called him Hallmark Thor, and that's, I'm never going to be able to unsee it. Oh, okay. I have some thoughts about him later on. I did wonder, like, at first I could not tell where his accent was from. He felt immediately Australian to me. Really? I was like... He also says it very early in the movie. He does, but when I was early hearing him talk, I was like, is that an accent? Mm-hmm. What am I hearing? I don't mm-hmm. know what I'm hearing here. Okay. But I have some thoughts on him later. This movie was written by Nicole Baxter. She has 17 writing credits, all Hallmark movies written since 2017. Well, movies that have aired since 2017. I can't place when she wrote them, but that's quite a few movies in a six-year span. Mm -hmm. She wrote last year's We Wish You a Merry Christmas, too, which we liked very much. Indeed. Starring Christopher Palaha. Mm -hmm. This was directed by Claire Niederpruem. 
Niederpum. Okay. She has an impressive lineup of Hallmark movies on her resume, including A Royal Corgi Christmas. I did not watch that last Christmas. One December Night. I think I did watch that. Train. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Taking the Reins, a movie I liked a lot. Nikki DeLoach and Scott Porter. Uh-huh. And um, As Luck Would Have It. Do you remember that one, Yeah, too? we rode hard for that movie in 2021. Did we like it? We loved it. I can't recall. Loved it. Joanna Garcia. Mm-hmm. We loved it. We told people they should seek it out, even if they weren't Hallmark movie fans. Mm. How do you remember that? I don't remember much, but I specifically remember that movie. <laughs> I don't remember much. but I... Villain Lucas is played by Duarte Gomez, mostly previously in Portuguese series and telenovelas. Oh, Look, I think he had a real nice smile. Now, I know you thought he was a big creep in this movie, which he was. I did think he had a nice smile. I thought he was very handsome, but he gave me villain vibes from first meeting. (laughs) Where's the camera crew? Where's the camera crew? Yeah, you knew it right then, right? Yeah. Too smooth. Too smooth. I would like to just mention Jonna Diaz Watson, who plays Brooklyn. Four acting credits. I Four. Know. And I was shocked by that because I loved her. I really enjoyed her a lot. Um, including in those acting credits were eight episodes of the Netflix hit Wednesday, a show I did not watch. My teenage daughter did My daughter watched too and loved it. I thought she was great in this. I agree. One final note. This movie was filmed on location in Lisbon, Portugal. Yeah. And other nearby locations. I have an actual final note, and that is that the actor Darren Day, who plays oh, yes. Jeff Dean, his IMDb is essentially empty. He is a theater actor who was in a number of productions in London's West End. He also appeared on the 2016 season of Celebrity British Big Brother, where he finished third. Did you notice how like curly his eyelashes were? I did not. Yeah. Okay. It did not officially make my did you see that, but I did notice at the very beginning of the movie, like man's eyelashes were curled tell me what your first impression of this movie was i had no idea my moody teenage daughter was cast in this movie oh (laughs) i'm trying to figure out who she is brooklyn i just loved brooklyn so did i but at first comes around i loved her at the end but like at first she like skulked around i was like (laughs) yeah that person lives in my house my first impression is, let's go to Portugal. Uh, totally. That too. Wendy last week was like, I need to go on vacation. And what that means for us is like a couple days away in an easy to travel to location. Mm-hmm. But I was like, maybe we should go to Portugal. Let's go. <laughs> I, I would like a food tour of Portugal, please. Oh, I have some thoughts on that. I have some thoughts. That's really funny you brought that up. We are going to talk about that. Let's talk about what we like. All right. Can I go first? Please. I enjoyed this movie. Yeah. Scenery, the Portuguese language, the food porn, the actors. I thought it was a nice movie. I liked Heather Himmons enough to watch her in another Hallmark movie. Yeah. I Did I watch Caribbean Summer last year? I don't recall. Okay. But I liked her. Yeah, a lot. She was great, actually, with James Denton and Christmas in My Heart. I think that's who's in Christmas in my heart. Oh, no. James Denton or James Tupper? It's not James Tupper. <laughs> I think it's James Denton. I'm telling you, our DNA is forever changed. It's n- neither of those people. Guess who it is. Guess who it is. Guess who it is. Guess who it is. You're never going to guess. Niall Mater. Luke McFarlane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Luke. 
I enjoyed that movie with the two of them. James did. McFarlane. <laughs> There's Leslie. They have the same hair silhouette. Oh my God. Two white dudes. <laughs> <laughs> with a little bit of like a spiky hair situation going on. I enjoy them both. Okay. What did you like? I have a lot of likes, but let me tell you that I liked that. I didn't know how this movie was going to end. Now, hear me out. Mm-hmm. The movie poster features only Heather. There's okay. no male co-star on the poster uh-huh. with her. I have read the synopsis for this movie, but it was months ago in preparing for content for our website. Didn't reread it prior to watching the movie. You can pretty much go into a Hallmark movie without any prior information. I didn't need it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't actually know who the love interest co-star is. And we're dealing with two actors, both Luke Mitchell and Duarte Gomez, neither of whom are Hallmark leading men. So it wasn't immediately obvious. Mm -hmm. It's not like I've got a Luke McFarlane on set with her and I know immediately he's going to be the guy. Right. I didn't know who the guy was. And I feel like they did a little bit of misdirection at the beginning when her mother comments about Russ Mm -hmm. and she's like, We've already been there. We know that's not a match. And I was like, oh, this is just going to be her super hot buddy. Yeah. And, super hot wingman. And as we arrive in Portugal and we get Lucas, when she arrives to meet him and he's like, where's the camera crew? I'm like, don't like this guy. <laughs> and I was immediately set up in this, like, what what does he want? Because he just was kind of a know-it-all. Mm-hmm. And once I realized the direction the movie was going, I was thrilled. But I liked going in not knowing who's going to be the guy. Kind of a something we haven't seen in a minute, right? That's typically unusual. Sometimes it's very obvious who the bad guy who's going to yeah. be on their way out is. That was a little bit of a different experience for me. Okay. What else? So the one thing I really liked about this movie is that there was... I like that there's, like, no real drama surrounding the coupling between Anna and Russ. Yes. Like, they have, like, oh, we tried. Now we're, like, close. And it was just, like, this, like, natural progression that they just liked each other, right? there's no manufactured conflict. Exactly. Uh However, I do find that there was, like, there's nothing fiery or passionate about it, which is fine. Like... Not every relationship has to be, like, fiery and passionate. slow burn. Right. What I really liked about this movie is that it was about Anna's career. A thousand percent. Yes. This love story is secondary. It's total secondary. And I kind of just liked where she was like, I don't know where I fit. Like, I don't know what to do next. Like, Mm -hmm. I have aspirations, but, like, how do I do that? Mm -hmm. And and that she had a little bit of, like, imposter syndrome, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm, like, really into these Hallmark movies that that's the movie we're getting. That's the story we're getting rather than this, like, this, like, love story. Yes. I want a variety from Hallmark. Yes. Her romance fit into her life instead of her life fitting into her romance. Right. Do you think I'm in the minority here? No. You don't think so? I don't think so. To me, this movie, I think, speaks to what a lot of Hallmark viewers want, which is an easy-to-watch, happy-ending, low-conflict movie. Mm -hmm. I think it does what people expect from Hallmark in a fresh and watchable way. Mm. So I took a photo of one scene. She wears a lot of yellow in this movie. 
and I loved it. I thought it was really stunning on her. And there's one scene where she's wearing like jeans and this yellow sweater and her trench coat. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I about. was like, that looks amazing. I have a photo of, <laughs> I, it's not the full outfit, but I just took a picture. I almost, so I while I was watching that yesterday, I was like, oh, do I want to include that in my Did You See That? Yes, yellow looks stunning on her. And it was that sweater that she wore that was kind of like a golden rod. Mm -hmm, it was mm -hmm, so pretty. Mm -hmm. I agree. Good catch, Megan. Thanks. So like I said earlier, Brooklyn really grew on me. Yeah. I like that she was this moody assistant at first. And then she came through with some really funny lines. Mm -hmm. And in one scene, she had this is a shout out whoever did the makeup, but she had the most perfect blue winged eyeliner oh it was like so sharp i was like god i wish i wish yeah. i had 20 year old eyelids yeah. <laughs> right? i just thought that she was great i want to see more from her i hope we see more from her totally she needs to be in our justice for jana mm -hmm. campaign agree some light moments i liked uh, specifically from russ in the beginning she comments like, I thought you were flirting with me. He goes, I was flirting. I'm Australian. Like, I don't get that. It's just I'm naturally, naturally flirty. Yes. Oh, okay. And then when he calls her chef and yeah. the end or before they yes, kiss, chef. he says, yes, chef. Ah, loved it. <laughs> okay. No, that was not bad. That was pretty fiery and passionate, I would say. Yes, chef. Yes, chef. You know what scene I found really funny mm. and absolutely relatable? When she's trying to fillet that fish on the boat and she's like, 100% like, <laughs> <laughs> me. Here's what I really appreciated there, though, is that they didn't, she didn't barf. And we didn't but, hear the noises. But, oh, yeah, thankfully we didn't hear the noises. But I swear in a preview, we see her hanging her head overboard. I thought so, too. Never made the final cut of the movie. Agree. Okay, good. I'm not crazy then. I, that does sound familiar to me. Okay. Yes. All right. One final thing. I want to circle back to her outfits agree that she has some really cute outfits but did you see her cute white tennis shoes that she wore too mm -mm. i was like girl just bought one pair of white tennis shoes that just went effortlessly with everything yeah i just loved it i thought darren day as dean gave total gordon ramsay vibes like he was totally the mean you love gordon i ramsay. love gordon ramsay i just thought he was kind of the tough guy chef that is like a shtick for Ramsey. He doesn't always act like that. Like you should watch him on Next Level Kitchen. No, I understand people have a lot of love and affection for him, but I do think that's what he was emulating mm. or that's the look that Hallmark was going for. Got it. Anyway. Okay. What'd you wish for? Okay. I can't decide if I like Luke Mitchell or not. <gasps> Hear me out. Do I like the beard? Do I not like the beard? I don't know. All I kept looking at him is like, is there food in his beard? No! Yes, yes. And then on top of that, I wish that they washed his hair because in one scene towards the end, his they were drinking wine out by the pool and his hair was down and loose and it looked real greasy, like real dirty. Okay. I hear you because Tim Riggins on Friday Night Lights, everyone loves Tim Riggins. Mm -hmm. And all I think every time I see him on screen is, wash your hair, man. <laughs> Get that man a clarifying shampoo. I couldn't handle it. So it's so, dirty and stringy. I, right? I, I hear you. Okay. I enjoyed him a lot. Would like to see more of him in a Hallmark movie okay. sort of way. All right. All right. Here's what I wished for. Okay. Make me believe that a production company is going to send the entire crew of this cooking show to Portugal 
to film on location. Tell them to start filming while they are still negotiating with the lead of this show. It doesn't make any sense to me. You don't have a lead. The people who are funding this certainly are going to be saying, don't start making this show. And they're in the background like, we'll just splice him in. And here's what I'm picturing is like this photoshopped Chef Dean, like over her shoulder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, no. Yeah. Where, where are you going to splice him in? On the boat? Yeah. It, it You're going to cut work. to like an interior kitchen scene of him. It, it didn't make sense. Well, even when she was doing the interview with that other chef, I was like, are, are they going to like be splicing him in asking the questions to this chef like it didn't make any sense to me none the splicing him in part made no sense Mm -hmm. at all i mean i did understand the like let's get b-roll but then anna you're not in it honey you know the the b-roll needs to that's not b-roll right that's a roll right (laughs) the b-roll is the over the flame cooking Uh Uh and all of that nonsense shopping in the market whatever sure get all of that but not with you interviewing the cute couple who harvest their own eggs right exactly okay okay i totally agree with you now let's go back i want to hashtag justice for brooklyn storyline here at the beginning, you hear there's they, it comes in on a conversation that she's having with Russ, who is a k- professional cameraman, and she is arguing that iPhones are just as good. She doesn't say iPhone, but she says like camera phone or whatever. And then later on in the movie, we after Anna and Brooklyn have like this like nice scene in the kitchen. I think they're like cooking together or something. And the next scene right after that, we hear Anna telling Russ, like, oh, Brooklyn's amazing. She won this award for her short film, and it was all edited on her phone. I'm like, what? Is there something they left out in the movie that they cut? Do we have a more developed storyline for Brooklyn that didn't make it to the movie? I think they're just giving you her storyline in exposition. I don't like it. Okay. I needed, I, mean, I don't, I needed more. I don't like the tell not show exposition. Lots of shows do this when they don't really have the time to like give well, that's you the what full I was backstory. That's what I thought because like I did fall asleep, but I rewound it and watched it. I thought maybe I was missing like something when they were like out doing shots that Brooklyn was taking video with her phone and then like made some cute reel or something. No, that's what I needed to see. No, they're just trying to build up her character via exposition. Okay. I didn't like it. Okay. Anything else you wish for? Nothing. Okay. Let's talk about Did You See That? Okay. I have a few. Okay. Because you gave me such crap last week about not noting the Did You See That as I was watching the movie. Okay. So I did take notes (laughs) this time. Anna and Russ, they're drinking from pineapples. Yeah. Like after they get to Portugal, which I didn't. Is that like a tropical location? It's on the water. Okay. I wouldn't call it tropical, but it is a port. Okay. So they're drinking these like pineapple out of the pineapples and her straw, like it gets hit and knocked down and you hear her go, oops. But the scene continues like Russ then talks, does his line or whatever. And then it cuts to Russ and then it cuts back to her and she's got her straw in the pineapple Bummer. again. Mm-hmm. So at one point, Anna checks her email and her inbox is empty there's one email come there. on nobody's that like organized Ten thousand emails <laughs> in mine and the date on the email was like a few days after valentine's day mm-hmm. so the question here is obviously that's not when this is happening because i feel like they would have addressed it in the movie mm-hmm. so it's like did they not know how to edit that to make it look like a different date 
So you think they actually filmed this in February? I mean, I don't know if they did or not. I think it's certainly possible, mm-hmm. yes. Because if that was editing, they needed to pick another date. Yeah, I think so too. Because otherwise, her mother would have been like, oh, are you thinking of anything for Valentine's Day? Mm-hmm. Do you have any love connections on the brain? Her mom. You're funny. Did you notice that they threw away two perfectly good ice cream cones? I didn't, but I hate it when they do that. They were like walking and talking and eating a full ice cream cone with a spoon. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, that's interesting. Like, did they not just want them like all? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Anyway. Oh. Then they see like these people like dancing and they're like, yeah, let's go dance. And she takes his ice cream cone out of his hand and then she dumps them both. Oh, they were like fresh and new so sad don't throw my ice cream cone away i know i know at some point when anna's like trying to liven up the show when it's not working for her to be in the kitchen and trying to just emulate dean Mm -hmm. she's like we need to get out of the kitchen and i'm like yeah duh you need to get out of the kitchen why would you fly all the way portugal to just film on another indoor kitchen set there's absolutely no reason of course you do the food market scene and the maybe not necessarily on the boat, but the by the water scene, you incorporate all the parts of the location you're filming on location. You know, this just reminded me, we have a listener in our Facebook group who recently shared that they watch a lot of food network, food TV. Mm -hmm. And I would be curious what their thoughts would be on this. Because those are the shows I don't want to see, like the cooking in the kitchen. I want to see like the... Remember, like, Rachel Ray had, like, $40 a day. I was like, $15 a day. You have $40 a day. I watched that show endlessly. Me too. She was, like, out doing the damn thing. Yes. that's what I want to watch. I loved that show. Me too. So did I. I have one final thing. Okay. There was so much cheese in this movie, and I thought, this is a nightmare of a trip for you. Yes. You would never go to, like, a cheesemonger and, like, sample all the cheeses, right? right? I'd go to the olive press me too you know as a side note people have said like oh well if i go to like italy i can eat like whatever i want like all the cheese and all the bread because it doesn't have all of the preservatives that we have here mm-hmm. and like it doesn't upset your stomach i'm like i wonder if that would happen but i would probably just be like violently ill would you ever want to risk no it? and ruin my international yeah, vacation no never. i know do you have a, a dairy-free option? Oh, oh my gosh. They'd, they'd be like, get out of here. <laughs> get out. What'd you give this movie? Three stars. Oh, I gave you three and a half. How How is this happening? I keep giving movies better scores than Except you. last week. I liked this movie. I liked it. I don't... Three stars. I liked it. I like... Like I said before, it was a nice it movie. It might be a three and a half star movie. It's in that range for me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Girls Gone Hallmark. Don't forget, we're back on a new day with our ride recaps. Friday, episode five. We're halfway through. Wendy's hold on for dear life. I'm going to make her a paper chain to get through the rest of this season. If you love this podcast, we love your five-star ratings and reviews. Open up that Apple Podcast app, tap the five stars, and let everybody know why you love this show. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.